and let's get this show on the road. Yeah, we'll maybe, maybe have a longer <laughs> show this time since we actually have a news segment, won't we? Okay. I've got plenty of news. Yeah, well, I got a couple, so let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> Now that's funny. All right, everybody, that's right. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And this is the week of uh, July 26, 2022. Um, I forget exactly what our show and uh, episode breaks down to, but it is episode 90. Oh my gosh, 10 more to go till we hit the big <laughs> triple digits. I have that on my stuff to talk about this morning. 10 X, more. X, X, X. We have to do X, X, X. Oh, one, one, one. <laughs> one, oh, oh. And of course, uh, we are uh, two blind brothers and a blind sister who can tell it the way we see it. And I'm your host, Keith, and those are other voices. Terry. They're not not just in my head. I'm Terry. (laughs) They're not just in your head. And Jill's here too. (laughs) I'm Terry. How you doing? We got a bunch of new listeners out there too and stuff or whatever. It seemed like we did pick up a a few. I don't know what you would consider. We tried to be friends. Sit down. Welcome. Yeah, get you a cup to, of coffee and, and enjoy. All of those new listeners who like to start our show out with a segment called "What's New." Does anyone have a question? And we we like to fashion our show after segments, so it's not this one hour and a half long boring hearing us talk. Okay, we try to make things interesting. But our "What's New" is uh, could be a classic family story, something recent, something funny. In this case, it had some housekeeping things going on. I watched the cleaning cool house. <laughs> yeah, well, there could be some noise in the background. That's my maid the downstairs maid is doing her work. <laughs> downstairs maid. <laughs> no, actually, there's some news there. Our one of our grandsons who's in a group home, and he he there was his dad coming to get him to take him back. Oh. Uh-huh. Because he he gets to spend home with the grandma every other week. Um, but uh, that, as mentioned by Terry. Uh, episode ten episodes in the big one hundred only ten weeks away. So if listeners out there have some ideas, you just want to drop us a voicemail. We'll be a whole century old. Four zero one seven five three four eight four four. No caller. Oh, caller! They're calling us already. Wow! I just mentioned <laughs> the number. Oh, yes. Let's see what it is. That's your phone, lady. No, that's not mine. It's not mine. I don't know what that is. That would be my wife's phone here by my computer. I sent it to oh, silenced um, it. No, it wasn't my ringtone. Yeah, usually it's Terry's ringtone. Sounds different than that. I know. That's the ringtone. That's supposed to sound like popcorn. It says. I don't know. Oh. Sure don't well, say the, the the Macintosh i version of popcorn. <laughs> hey, uh, besides our 100 episode, give us a call that voicemail, drop us a, a, a quick audible message. Or if you don't want to be on every voice on the podcast, at least give us a, 
an idea of something to do, uh, a favorite moment. We'll make sure we bring that over to the show. Um, that I had choking on a noodle. <laughs> no, you're choking on a ramen noodle. I'm looking over. Where's those dogs at? They'll be like laughing watching you. He's choking. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. <laughs> but uh, we had some other news. Oh, not so much in news, but this morning. We had a couple, but not that, not that much. Um, but, I mean, my, uh, let's say, uh, our brother Steve's on his way down to visit Jack Daniels, get him a barrel of whiskey, I guess. I don't know. The whole vat. Let's go down there. Instead of a three-gallon bottle or whatever it is, three-liter bottle. Yeah. I, I just finished watching a movie. I watched, I, I forgot to see what year it came out, but it was a documentary movie about Andre the Giant. It was a really oh. cool movie. I, I really liked that. It was pretty neat. Hmm. And I, I know I've seen one about him before. I don't know if it's the same one or not. Yeah. Definitely an interesting guy. It may have came out years ago. But, you know, they say new releases on our Sam Net. They usually can be like from the 1930s. But anyway. <laughs> well, they did classic films on there from the 30s. So. I got to babysit my grandsons yesterday. It's been a long time since we did. And I had them, I got my, <clears throat> whipped out my barcode scanner from Envision ooh, America. Ooh, and my grandsons helped me go through my pantry. And tell me what everything was that it said I'd have not found. You know. Good. Now you've got some I, things you can figure out what you want to eat. I took out some stuff. I was telling Jill about it. I took out the box and I scanned it with my barcode scanner. It said Kroger brand cinnamon sugar mini pretzels. And I said, oh, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snatch that box. I'll eat that later. So then later I did get around to it. And when my wife got home, I opened the box and I pulled the bag out because I have a hard time opening it was upside down. I go, huh. I mean, turned the background and make it a little easier. And I said, wait a minute, before I open this, and I called her in. I said, I don't think this is what it's supposed to be. I have a feeling I know what this is, but tell me. And she's like, oh, that's uh, chicken stuffing. And I said, I thought. That was top stuffing and generic brand. But my Victor, not my Victorator, my, my barcode scanner told me, something different well, like, can you delete it and re-record it so don't do that again <laughs> no but you can you can add to it you know so i, oh, I, can, I held the record button so now it says kroger mini pretzels Bloop. stuffing <laughs> I don't eat it. chicken stuffing <laughs> well i'd ate it but i just said oh this is stuffing I like wow, little square pretzels <laughs> put it as a water like <laughs> I went to look, listen to your menu. There should be a way to delete that and re record well, instead no, of having it. No, well, it's built into the database. You can't, but you can't. No. It's in there, right? It's on the right. It's programmed in there, so you can't. You can oh. add to it. If you, if it's an item not found and you record something, then you can erase it. Sure, you can do oh. that. But well, if it's programmed in there like that, you can't, you can't do huh. it. I, I do have a, a real quick short update. Uh, we had, uh, well, my, my son that just came out a while ago to get the, the one grandson. Well, he has a fiance, a new fiance, and she has a couple of young sons. One is about the age of our grandson, who right now is upstairs in his room. Uh, 
by playing a video game. The other son is a little bit younger. I can't remember if he was eight or nine. But he was over at the house yesterday morning, and I was at the breakfast table, and all of a sudden, a strange noise emitted through the air. <laughs> he goes, what's that? <laughs> like, don't tell you never heard a fart before. Don't you ever smell it. See what the nurse is like. <laughs> tell me if it smells like popcorn. Didn't you say that once, Terry? Like, yeah. And then I, I, I found out Andre the Giant loved to do love he loved to fart. He loved to laugh at his farts and he made some big ones. I do have one other really short thing, but I'll let Jill say something first. Oh, I don't have any. You two go ahead. <laughs> Well, just this morning, that was a yesterday morning fun thing. This hey. morning, my wife was looking at her phone. I, I guess she was looking at TikTok or something. And there was a, a, a question that popped up. What would you do for $300 million? And then it gave a couple of options. One, would you make out with a sibling? And I'm thinking, well... Me and Terry only have a little bit of options on that one. Yeah, me, no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Not even for $300 million. But I guess it depends on <laughs> what your idea of makeout is because my high school idea of makeout was none, nothing because I didn't have a girlfriend. So, Terry, is this the Bible? Uh, but anyway, the second one was uh, take a two hour airplane ride full of snakes, poisonous Ooh. snakes. I thought, yeah, we'll see what else we got. Maybe that one. Uh, and the third one was, what was the third one? Uh, to be stranded Still on a desert island by the next person that follows me, you know, on, on you know, on the. Uh, oh, yeah, on Twitter or whatever. Or so whatever. I thought, you know, we could make that a proposition. We could. Uh, would that be an option to be stranded on a desert island with the next person who who leaves us a uh, uh, a, a review on iTunes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought no, probably the plane of snakes because it's just a two-hour ride and depends on how full the plane is of snakes and. I could always set like my laptop and turn it on so it's nice and hot and put it way far in the plane. You take one of those novels and blow really cold air all over you because snakes being warm-blooded. Yeah, I was thinking maybe if you could be in a like an aquarium or something and have them outside of it or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling that the, the intent was the snakes were loose on the plane, not in oh. the plane. And that you were loose. I thought, well, what do they mean by full? Like floor to ceiling, wall to wall? In that case, well, heck no. I wouldn't do that if it was full of people. <laughs> right. And uh, are they poisonous, did you say? Yeah, if they're, they're not poisonous, poisonous, it might not be too bad, but. But they're, they're, they're poisonous snakes. Oh, like, poisonous snakes. Not just garter snakes. Yeah, poisonous. Anyway, that was wow. just a fun, fun question I thought would be. Yeah. Anyway, we well, had our opening segment there. Tonight, everybody, go out, go out, and buy you a Mega Millions ticket. See if you win the eight hundred ten million dollars. Oh, you haven't won it yet. By the time you win, <laughs> I might have already won. <laughs> well, we like to move on into a thing called random topic. 
And um, get it. spin the wheel for a random Spin number. the wheel. We have four items on the wheel because I'm not putting Mad Cats back on there. <laughs> It's two. Shoot. By the way, you have a new notification. I don't care. Do you want to wow, not only is it a random wheel, but it lets us know we have a notification. And <laughs> our notification is that our random topic is an icebreaker. <laughs> What's the craziest dare you ever took? Not dare? Not your sibling. <laughs> What's, what what was the question? The craziest dare, D A R. Oh, the craziest dare. Truth and dare. The craziest dare. I dare. I probably I don't dare don't remember. I don't. I never really played truth or dare, so I want to be at Maybe that was whenever. Maybe that's what we were doing when we took our bicycles up on the roof of the garage. Did we? I remember doing that. I don't remember doing that. I remember trying to do that. It must have been a concussion. <laughs> we I didn't get my tree much up, my bicycle up in the tree much before the neighbors were calling mom and telling them, <laughs> your son put his bicycle into the tree. I definitely don't remember that. So I must have been. <laughs> uh, maybe that. Uh, gee, I can't think of. Uh, any dare games, truth or dare, just something crazy that we yeah, did. Dirty, just booger. Uh, yeah. Let me cut your hair with these scissors. Oh, well, things like that. That was all on you. <laughs> that wasn't a dare, exactly. It was, it was, it was a bystander. It was, <laughs> my hair is so long and I'm so high and boys are so lucky. Turns like, off exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, next one. If you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money, what would it be? One thing guaranteed in life. Money, not money, besides money. If I do what again? If you can be guaranteed one thing in life, you know that in all this life, one thing will be guaranteed to you. What would you like that thing to be? Air to breathe. Huh? Air to breathe. Air to breathe. That's a guarantee, um, but it could go away anytime, I suppose. If you believe all those uh, greenhouse effect people, sure. If the earth splits it. If you're sitting next to Terry eating raw onions and tacos. <laughs> I mean, raw mozzarella noodles. I think you have an email about that. One. Eat a raw mozzarella noodle and take a sip of hot coffee, and maybe it'll cook in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you eat some unusual things. Yes, think of anything. <laughs> Something to be guaranteed. Uh, I'd maybe success at business, but that's not exactly money related because that, that success at business can mean a lot of things. If you're a philanthropist, you're helping people out, you know, it's your success. All of mine would be money related. Yeah. <laughs> or, or starting your new harem or something. You wouldn't want a lifetime supply of masta chili noodles? <laughs> no. 
I'd rather have a life time supply of Big Macs. There oh, you that, go. That would be period. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <Free>. see. <laughs> Moving on. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Tie-dye. Well, tie-dye always seems to be around. It, yeah, it comes and goes, it, but it's always kind of there. Yeah. Bell-bottom jeans is a big elephant. <laughs> Women and hip huggers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even mini skirts. That's what a lot of guys always like. I remember watching Gilligan's Island and they're like, when they left, the skirts were so long and then they were gone and they went real short. And then when they were getting rescued, they were real long again. They missed the short season. We missed the era of the mini skirt. Wow. <laughs> made the Gilligan's Island movie. We missed yep. the skirts. Skirts are long again. Yeah, I guess that would be one. Let's do one more. And then we'll move on. Let's see. Uh, what's your favorite place out of all the places you travel? <laughs> Think of all the places. You guys will have a lot. You guys have been a lot of places in other countries. Uh -huh. um, for me, hmm. the bathroom. The bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't traveled a whole lot. I liked it when we went to Florida, but I wouldn't want to live there. Too many alligators, alligators and other creepy yeah. crawlers, but it was nice getting to see the ocean. And There's always those crazy man in Florida stories. Yeah. <laughs> what was the question again? I forgot. Out of all the places you've ever traveled, what is your favorite? favorite? Germany. Just anywhere in Germany. Yeah. I've never been there. I wouldn't mind going. I really liked uh, Norway. I was only there for 13 days. Really nice. If I was going to go back and live somewhere on a long-term basis, I think that this might be it. Hmm. Was it real green or something? Or what was it? I was there in the middle of stinking winter. Oh, but why would you want to go back? <laughs> it was like feet of snow on the ground. And then yeah, your snot drips off your nose and it freezes before it even touches your front of your shirt or your coat. I thought maybe you weren't well, but, I think I remember you telling me that you were there when it was cold, but I don't but know. I would want to go somewhere is Hawaii long, or somewhere where it's flush and green and well it's long north and south. So you north north you go, the colder it'll be, and the more south you go, it'll be more because it borders along I don't want to say Belgium or somewhere like that. So the southern part is not all that bad. And they do have you know summer there, hmm. but I mean as far as the people and the lifestyle there, it's just really really nice. Uh, hmm. A lot of places are a bit too are nice, but anyway, yeah. So let's try doing a real news segment this time. It doesn't get hot. <laughs> Everybody says it, but nobody means it. <laughs> Terry, you got your news brought up? Yeah, somebody yeah. really wants to hear the news we did last week. I actually do have the original file, but I didn't have time to do post-production on it. 
I forget the news stories we did last week. I have a. I got the ones I did. I I, I, I could listen to it again. I don't know what you guys did. I have a uh, what you call it, what they call it, uh, uh, breaking news story. I told Jill. I mean, this is not on my list of stories, but this is something I was going to mention earlier. But there's a guy that we know. I listened to a podcast. And the guy we listen to is sometimes depressed all the time. Well, I was listening to his podcast, Gospel Kinnison. He got a job working at Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. And so, anyway. Uh, he, my news, he was going to work at uh, Amazon, but he couldn't hack it, which I, it's a rough I want to do this news story. Let me bring it up here. What when it doesn't exist? Oh, no. Oh, uh, you lost your file. File not found. <laughs> what the heck? It doesn't, what do you mean? it doesn't exist. I only got two stories this week. So. Oh. Yeah, I've only got two. Well, we'll go, and then you can, when yeah, you go pops ahead, up, you, you want to start? My first news story right here is about um, in Austria, there's a festival. You use your body as the um, canvas. The artist will paint on you. It's called and... a tattoo, right? What? It's called getting a tattoo, right? Well, no, it's actually, this is paint. Uh, I suppose you could turn it into a tattoo. I think it started somewhere else, like with the airbrush paint, you know, because there's different... So, so you make yourself into a real Mona Lisa. This yeah, I guess. <laughs> You, you're the canvas and they paint on you and there's different categories and I think it probably started with like the airbrushing for women models and things. So, who, so you, know, you asked the artist, can you paint the Grand Canyon and you bend over? Ooh, they may do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint it right there. It's the 25th annual body painting festival over in this Austrian city. And there's going to be a hundred people from fifty different countries showing up to paint on your bodies. So, like, like I don't kids know if it's, have face painting at the carnival, adults can have body painting. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's something that you can actually go in and say, like you said, paint the Grand Canyon on me, or if they have a topic that they want to paint and they look for the perfect body to put it on. You look like you would make a good canvas for a bowl of fruit. Put it right here, right here. <laughs> on your back. Here we go. Turn around. Yep, they have multiple competitions and shows and over 40 bands. So this is a big festival over there. Hmm. So they have lots of different categories for their painting and I don't know, maybe murals or they might even do, what is it when you do a, a person a portrait on somebody's back or front? Like a self-portrait? Yeah, maybe. Well, they're going to do a portrait I, of you. It would be your self-portrait. <laughs> Seems like it'd be better to have a man's chest to paint on than a woman's, unless you are doing some mountain scenes. <laughs> well, well uh, a, a portrait of you, so you have your head, your real head up on, on top of your shoulders, you and button your collar a little bit. Look, I have another head right here. Look at me but, looking at my shirt at you. <laughs> where the people, yeah. I was asking, were the people naked? Because I've seen some pictures in, uh, you know, adult magazines, whatever, where they had you know, like a, a festival like that. And the people were actually nude, but they were painted and you could not tell. You had to, I mean, you had to look really well, super close. I, I think it was back in the 90s. It was People magazine. It wasn't a, a porno magazine. 
but it seemed like Demi Moore had posed like that, where she had she was I mean naked, but she had the artist paint like a tuxedo on her or something like that. Uh -huh. some, some kind of an outfit painted on her. But if you look yeah. at the at the image, it's like I don't think she's wearing anything. <laughs> Yeah, people do. <laughs> My uh, third daughter, when she was pregnant with her oldest son, when she's pregnant, she's skinny, but her belly is all that grows out. And her husband painted it to look like a beach ball. And she had her <laughs> bikini on and the beach ball, and she was holding on to each side like she was holding a ball in front of her. <laughs> and our aunt said she's seen that picture on Facebook, and she's like, "I seen Megan on Facebook, a bit, uh, my daughter on Facebook holding a ball." And I said, "That was the ball. That was her pregnant belly that the they painted it to look like that." So it actually fooled her. <laughs> so yeah, it can be done. But, it was, um, as the baby, it just looks like a collapsed circus tent. <laughs> the ball <laughs> collapsed, out slipped the baby, but. Uh, I'm assuming for this competition, they would have to have some kind of clothes on just because families and kids showing up for this competition. Right. Well, you can expose your back, you know, and not be dressed. Yeah. You can expose your, your belly or your chest without being fully unclothed. If you're wearing like a bikini top on a swimsuit or something. Wearing a Speedo or even a G-string or something because... Over in Europe, even Terry said, and, you know, you can go topless women on the beaches, but well, it's a lot so it, more acceptable over there. But yeah. Still, public nudity may or may not be. I really don't. Know. Yeah, an interesting. Well, I think it might be interesting to have like bodybuilders with all the big muscles rippling with uh, the paint, because you could have a picture moving as they ripple a muscle. <laughs> yeah, like the guy, like the World War II guy with the tattoo of the hula girl on his arm. Look, look at her dancing. What flexes his forearm muscles. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me, we'll tell you, since Terry always has so many, we'll let Terry jump in and I'll jump in behind Terry. Yeah, then. you got yours now, I Terry. Have, I have a story. It's a world record story. Um, two Two Italian men break a world's record for changing a tire on a moving car. Wow, while it was moving? <laughs> yeah. How fast? It was moving slow, like five miles an hour. I mean, I think his name. One guy, the driver, his name was uh, Mario. <laughs> Mario and Luigi. <laughs> and Jean-Luc. And they were in a BMW 300 series car. And they were driving. And then they hit a ramp, which put the car up onto two wheels, like on the Dukes of Hazard. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. <laughs> ah. While the car was driving, 
the other guy reached out through the passenger door and was able to change tire in oh, one weird. minute and 17 seconds. How fast? It doesn't say. Oh. I, don't I thought you said one uh, minute and 17 seconds. That's what I thought you said. That's pretty fast, yeah. even if you're standing still. <laughs> Maybe it was 88 miles an hour. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that was some of the. They beat the record of cool. one minute and 30 seconds. So some other idiots tried it first. <laughs> I mean, racing teams do it really fast like that. But that is. Not on a moving car. Oh, I know what they have. There is a YouTube video. Check it out. Wow. Um, it doesn't say how fast you're going. I don't know how fast you'd have to go. Unknown caller. Another oh, caller call back. You'd probably have to go. You're the second fast. caller. Call back one more time. <laughs> you'd probably have to call. I mean, go as, however fast it would take to stay, have the car stay upright. Right. Yeah, I'm going to. How do you get the tire to stop spinning if you're doing like 50 or 80 miles an hour? It's like, oh, stop the tire, hit the brakes. (laughs) Maybe you just put the the tool on there, and as it's spinning, it loosens itself. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. Some cars I've seen in Europe have the thing like on the speed racer car, you just spin the thing in the middle of the tire and you can pull them off, you know. It doesn't have a set of 12 lug nuts on there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and some small cars only have four lug nuts to worry about. And some mm-hmm. see some cars, I've seen a car driving while I was in Germany. I saw a car driving and it only had three tires. One tire oh. was off of the car, but they George were so well balanced. It. The car could drive without a t- with a tire missing. They're they're oh. no changing it. And so, yeah, they're in the middle of changing it. They had it off and they had to put it back on. And I thought, well, yeah, if you, you know, a car could balance on three, but you would have to, I guess, be careful what roads you drove on. You have to have huh. me in the front seat, though. Yeah, you know, balance out your load. <laughs> and counterbalance. counterbalance. Wow. Well, I have a story here. Oh, but that was a throwback for last week on the on the race car quiz there we took. <laughs> well, this one is uh, a chicken hitches a ride and ends up in Vermont's largest city. Going sightseeing with a chicken. Heinsberg, Vermont. A Vermont family's chicken is back home after hitching a ride on the undercarriage of their pickup truck. <laughs> Ending up 13 miles away in the city's largest city. Uh, a journey that included speeds of 65 miles an hour on an interstate. Wow. So, yeah, the chicken crossed the road. He crossed a lot, really. <laughs> um, but um, someone having coffee on the Burlington Marketplace Outdoor Mall spotted the chicken and knew the bird was in a predicament. Uh, That's a chicken. That's a chicken on Church Street. I don't know why it's here. Uh, The man told the news station. I thought, well, it's on Church Street. Is this Church's chicken? That's what it's doing there. (laughs) 
what could I do, this person says. Well, to make the story kind of shortened, they went on Facebook, posted pictures of the chicken, and the farming family recognized their chicken, and they got it back safe and sound. I thought it was a a pea hen. (laughs) No, it was a chicken. I mean, there might have been one involving a pea hen, but this is a chicken. I saw one with a pea hen looking for a peacock. (laughs) It was to have a girl's gone wild day. Yeah, Yeah. just on the undercarriage of their truck. I guess it had hopped off and somebody saw it. Wow. I have another one. Can I go between hers? Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Between. Okay. In Idaho, David Rush country. I have, well, it's not a world record. Well, sort of. Wildlife, Idaho wildlife rescuers came across a deer with a trash can lid around its neck. Oh. Trash can lid around its neck. Yes, and so they they There's saw the deer of it, <laughs> and they 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 were getting ready to tranquilize the deer, and just before they tranquilize it, the deer said, "David Rush was throwing these at me." <laughs> no, and so apparently it's one of those. It was one of those lids, like when you you can put your hand in and you drop it goes in. You put your trash in you pull your hand out and the lid shuts oh okay one of those kinds and so the deer stuck its head in the trash can when it pulled its head back the lid came off too (laughs) (laughs) so it's running around with a trash can that help me help me help me of course david rush get it off off. wow there's things crazy things deer can get themselves into and everything so the deer was unharmed they tranquilized the deer and they were able to take it off, and it was unharmed. They lived happily ever after. Yeah, in the deer country. Hey, that reminds me, the same daughter I was talking about with the beach ball belly, she called me the other day and said that she was driving through the town she lives in, and there was a deer and a baby deer wanting to cross the road. And so she's driving along, you know she's going slow so that she don't run over either one of them because they're just there alongside the road and the baby deer decided to run across the road and she goes i can imagine that mommy deer yelling at that baby deer did you look both ways yeah <laughs> you crossed that street you didn't hold my hand <laughs> that made me think of that the baby <laughs> deer crossing that street without holding its mommy's paw or whatever you call it dear hold my hoof bambi yes did you look both ways before crossing (laughs) you could have been run over forget them hunters those crazy drivers again (laughs) but that that's not news i mean it's just that made me think of that but my next news story is about a shark in hawaii Danny Matthew was recording a video of the people surfing off the Magic Peninsula in Hawaii. Magic. I think that's what they called it. And this shark must be half dolphin or something. It jumped up out of the water and it spinned in front of the, or alongside the surfer. I'm not a shark, I'm a dolphin, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this guy was out there. 
And uh, maybe the shark was in trans, it was transing into a dolphin. Yeah, it, it says it's a spinner shark, which I've never heard of a spinner shark. But like that's what they're known for, jumping up out of the water and spinning. That's why I'm thinking it sounds more like a dolphin. He's doing a ballet on the, on the tip yeah. of his head. Look at me spin. <laughs> it's a ballet. Sharks just the look juicy. The aquarium official says it could have been a sandbar shark because they do that too. So they're not sure which one it was. I'd have to look at the video closer, I guess. But uh, it doesn't sound like a shark. To me, if it's coming up out of the water, but sharks haven't known to come up out of the water like that, but not like dolphins do when they like you know flip flipping on their tail and moving around and stuff. The only one I yeah. know is Josh well, come up right. out of the water and jumped on that boat. <laughs> yeah, they they do that. Well, they try to do stuff like that. Jump up and eat you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all there is to that story. I thought that was kind of weird because it sounded to me more like a dolphin than a shark. But I've never been to Hawaii. I don't know. You said may, have, may have different vari vari varieties of shark there. <laughs> you do some uh, good Hawaiian drugs or something. Like yeah. Narcotics, shark narcotics. Like, look at me, I'm a dolphin. I'm flipping. Want me to do another one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. We all know what a mosaic is, right? Yeah. Like, you know, for those who don't, like it's a web browser. <laughs> well, I mean, like a mosaic, there's a mosaic that broke a world record, 972 square feet in Arizona. They, they made a mosaic and they used to paint the, you know, you, instead of painting the image, um, they used um, 14... 14,400 donuts oh, to paint this mosaic. Yeah, because usually you have the color tile and you arrange the color tile to make the picture. They were frosted oh, so different colors. Donuts, to make donuts the a different color frosting, some huh. jelly field, long john yeah, or something. They were frosted different colors to mm -hmm. paint this mosaic, this grocery store chain. Was uh, their 90th year in business and they had a specific logo. And I wonder if it was a pig like Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> They're like, we made a lot of donuts yesterday, but we're going to get rid of them. I know, let's make a mosaic. It spreads over 400 square feet or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't yep. say the Dale donuts out there. Door. <laughs> They assembled it at Basha High School, but they did, you know, it's for a grocery store chain, but it doesn't say what the. And then once they had it built, Homer Simpson came. Then, well, there, I, I got a follow up story what might have happened to some of the donuts later. <laughs> well, my final story here. Just step through this time is uh, um, cows block uh, Florida roads. Uh, traffic picketers. Florida's turnpike <laughs> stopped moving for several hours um, because cows were blocking the road. And uh, I can't tell my story here. There we go. Uh, the cattle hauler caught fire 
and uh, uh, cows are blocking the roadway. Uh, turns out that the driver of this truck had noticed that it had caught on fire. They're not sure what caused the fire, I don't think. But he, uh, to save his cargo, uh, stopped the truck, let the cows out, and uh, I think they did get the fire put out. <laughs> Could have been a big barbecue. <laughs> save you from the barbecue. <laughs> Then as an afterthought, I thought, you know, a chicken story and a cow story. I wonder if, you know, then we could link that to uh, Chick-fil-A and uh, hamburger. And McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that's, that's all I got for this week. I don't have any more. You probably got another one, Terry. Go ahead. And- In California, a woman caught it on her doorbell cam. You know, she was away from home. And, you know, when you got your doorbell cams, you can get a notification on your phone. So she checked it, and she saw a mama bear and two baby cubs had broken to her house. And was sitting in the kitchen eating a box of donuts. Another donut story. <laughs> and so, so Goldilocks goes to the bears eat porridge, and the bears the so Goldilocks eat their feet. They porridge. were sitting there. Eat our porridge. We're gonna go get your donuts. <laughs> if you look, if you look at the pictures, if you can see, which I had somebody tell me, the woman she had golden locks. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say yeah. too. And she went home and she started yelling and screaming and raising her voice and clanging stuff. And as she came in the house and it scared the bears, they left through the screenless window that they came in. And she said, that's not the, that's the second time the bears have came into her home. Maybe she should quit buying donuts. (laughs) Well, I did a story not long ago where they broke in and ate the guy's Kentucky Fried Chicken, so maybe that's the same place. I don't know. Wow. Well, you know, I only have kind of one honorable mention. I did want to read the article. You know how there's always Florida man stories. Florida man that's arrested for deadly weapon after throwing an alligator through a drive-thru window which is actually a real story from a few years back. Well, apparently the Florida sheriffs are getting together to catch these Florida men. And they have like, this, uh, there's, there's one in particular uh, has gotten so popular, he'll post like the criminal of the week on his Facebook page. <laughs> and it's gotten so popular that more people are reporting crimes to his Facebook page than they are making 911 calls. <laughs> anyway. Like some uh, criminals or something. Oh, yeah. And, and the criminals are checking out the page too. The mother criminal of the week, the mother criminal of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> that guy beat me out. <laughs> I'm going to crazy quick, there next week. Quickie. But now uh, let's move on to another, hopefully, quickie. Everybody's got this obligation facing them, and we all ought to work together on it. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure. 
Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Excellent. I shall contact you tomorrow. Jill's weird. Wise words. Why? Okay. Our first weird why word is Yupson. Everybody shut up. And it's a noun. Yupson. What was that word again? Yupson. Yupson. Yep. It's like a, it's a yes man, only it's slang, so it's yep man. Yep, I agree. Yep, I agree. You're up there, right, boss? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, yeah, it's those puppets off of Sesame Street. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's what it is. Yeah, I'll go for that. Okay. Well, this word actually means the amount that can be held in two hands. <laughs> That's called a two handful, a double hand measurement. Huh? <laughs> it also good. means the two cup hands as you hold your hands out. That's a yupson. But whatever you can hold in your hands is a yupson. Wow. So my wife would be two hands. Two cups of coffee. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. 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 Now you know all about a Yupson. Yep. 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 Our next word is Yesterneve. Yesterneve. The evening before yesterday. Yeah, you got that one right. See, there's a lot of those kind of words, so I was just going to use that one because it had like yesterday morning, yesterday evening, yesterday, all these yester, yester, yesterneve. Gonna use yesterday, but yeah, that's what it means. The evening before well, yesterday evening. Yep. Two two nights ago, yesterday eve. Our next word is Yuki. It's short for right, ukulele. Yucky. Yuki. <laughs> it's short for ukulele. Oh. I'm gonna play my Yuki, all right. Actually, it might be somebody's name. I've heard somebody named that, actually. Huh. Yeah, Yuki, That's kind Yuki. of funny. <laughs> Yuki. Yuki, if it's, if it's your name, you got problems. <laughs> Does it mean yucky? No, it means, this word means. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. Itchy. So if your name is Yuki, you have an itching so problem. Yuki, I fell in the poison ivy. Uh, Yuki. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I was thinking Yuki is itchy. 
Hmm. Well, if, um, if she says it all, why have another word for that? Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Our next word. Maybe you flunk that class. Yabby. Dabby doo. Yabby dabby doo. That's like Gabby. Somebody talks a lot. Yep, 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 yep. Yabby. Yep. That's, that's yeah. what I say. Somebody talks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yabby, Gabby. Well, they already got Gabby for that, but there are many words that mean the same thing, but this word here means. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. So An Australian. Crayfish. That's a crayfish. It's a crayfish. A the yabby. Type, the type of a crayfish is a yabby. Crawdad. Yeah, yeah crawdad. I guess that's just what they call them down there. Crawdads. Call them crawdad. Crayfish or not food. They're fish bait. Yeah. <laughs> they're for the fish. Baby lobsters. You know, baby lobsters, maybe, but they're for the fish. Lobster. Our next word is yeggs. Gonna familiarize. Y e g g s. These are some words my husband Somebody wants a salmon eggs. She's got yeggs. Like legs. Huh? This must be slang from the legs part. Then they're yeggs in the shape of a Y. There we go. When a woman stands on her head and spreads her legs, she's got yeggs. It looks like the Y. Yeah. Well, this word means. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. A robber or a thief. Thief, really. So it must be slang from some other you country. Yeg, you you yeg my stuff. <laughs> you yeg master. The yeg next word master. is yeesh. To learn some grammar. Now did I stammer? Yeesh. It's like it's an expression of uh, frustration. Yeesh. Well, that's the leash that you put on your yak. Well, yeah. Keith got it right. Ding, ding, ding. So, yeesh. Yeesh is, yeesh. is a frustration. I always thought it was G yeesh. with a G, like but this one said I, I think yeesh. It, I think it is, but some people just say yeesh instead of yeesh. yeesh. It might sound like yeesh. 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 I think it's Kermit the Frog says it that way. Yeesh. Oh, yeesh. maybe it's because the guy doing the puppet behind him can't do the G sound. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a Sesame Street thing where he's drawing with his finger, just. Hmm. Well, our next word then is. Work on that grammar. You should know Yammers. 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 Just yammer on and on for four hours. That's Terry. <laughs> That's your brother Terry. Talks forever on the phone and stuff. And yammer. Talks it, it, on the podcast. It's from actually, I think a Hebrew word. Yammers on. Keeps a yammer. Um, we may give it to you because it is a word for whining and complaining <laughs> and carrying on and carrying on. Yeah. I think, I think it's a Yiddish word or something. Ah, like yams. I'm gonna yam yeah. those 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 sweet yams. You guys will probably get this next one too. It's Yahooism. 
Yahoo! Yahoo! Things you find on Yahoo. Things that you're excited about. Yahoo! Well, it's like, you mean when you're getting all excited, you get the Yahooism. Fluffy kittens on on Instagram or something. The cat video is on. Excitedness, you know, Yahooism. Things that you go, Yahoo! Yeah. I don't think Igor on. Winnie the Pooh can ever get that. Oh, no. <laughs> so which is different from Yahoo, which is, you know. You know. Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> Here's another word. It's like, I could care less. Yuppify. Yuppify. It's a young urban professional. Yuppie. Yuppie. You're going to put on the yuppie clothes and yuppify yourself. <laughs> okay. I guess that's kind of what it means to make appealing to yuppies. So if you're a yuppie, you're going to yuppify whatever. You're going to yuppify the house, yuppify the yard. Yeah. And one more word we got is you better slow down and use the right pronoun. Hey, hey, so the world you're no clown. Yagi. Y A G A I, Yagi, Mister Yagi. Oh, Y A G I, Yagi, 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 Yagi. Uh, wow, that's a good one. It's like a a, a really fast car that Yoda would drive. <laughs> Yagwire for Yoda, so it's a Yagi. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. That's what I was thinking. Mr. Miyagi. Something to do with karate. I don't know. Karate kid. Yagi on. Yagi on. Except without the Mia. Just a Yagi. Mia. Mia Yagi. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yep. This word is a Japanese word, I suppose, because it means. A Japanese electrical engineer. Oh, okay. So, that, <laughs> so if you're kind of an engineer odd... in Japan, you're called you're a Yagi. Yep. And that's my words for this week. It was kind of tough to get Y words, believe it or not. So some of them are they kind are of strange. Two lines. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Well, it's a short thing I've worn before. It's my mission. But next week we're gonna do Z, and then Z. after that we just have surprises. <laughs> Some surprising Z words. Yeah. The seventh word may surprise you. <laughs> Your face, right, Jill? Yep. <laughs> Fellas, guess who's walked in from the Sunday paper? It's. Yep. Now anyway, it's time. Of surprising. Terry's not surprised us with the top ten list. Yeah. Um, quit eating and tell us your top 10 <laughs> spin the wheel or do you need to spin the wheel this week
it's one. <laughs> flip the coin on that one, huh? I know, she'd do that too. Alexa, flip a coin. Okay, flipping. It's heads. It's heads. So heads with one. <laughs> okay, let's go with our top 10 number one list. Okay. Save your number two for ten. next week. Yeah, save your number two for some ten jokes. Hi. <laughs> uh, what was the number word there? Ten. Um, ten high profile stupid lawsuits oh. um, and threats. Meaning Number 10. George Lucas. George Lucas's attorneys threatened to sue Mad Magazine. Mad Magazine? Yeah. Because they ran a spoof of Star Wars or something? Empire Strikes Back. Back in 1983. Yeah. That's what Mad Magazine did. Empire Strikes Out. Uh, right. Yeah. And they they wrote him a cease and assist letter. Mad Magazine wrote a letter back to him with a copy of a letter from George Lucas that said he liked the story. <laughs> but apparently his lawyers did it. And so they dropped the lawsuit. You know, there's something involving Red Skelton years ago, but I'll say that for later. In case he turns out, you can't publish that. You can't publish that. But George Lucas had already said, hey, I like that story. I like the costumes y'all did. Yeah, so they had a copy of that letter and sent them back. So anyway. huh. Number nine. Ow. Walt Disney or Disney threatened to sue daycares daycare uh, in Florida in 1989 the company learned that three daycares in the state of Florida had depicted and drawn and painted Disney characters on the walls in their daycare centers and they weren't licensed I guess huh? and so the daycare well, what, what if the person that painted them was an animator for Disney who draws those thinking images all day long and they could do them well? And so they had to paint over the Disney characters, but when Universal came along, they let the daycares paint their images on their walls and their daycares. Oh, weird. And they, Disney looked stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's dumb. I mean, uh, why would you do that? I mean, kids like you know Disney products, and they would relate to that. So why not? Why would well, we got to have our Disney artists come in and paint this in your house? It's like <laughs> yeah, that might, that might have been trademark it. image. It wasn't licensed. They didn't have their artists do it. He didn't buy yeah, their yeah, Mickey Mouse tattoo Disney decals or whatever to press onto the wall. <laughs> and let's see, number eight. The, the producers of the Witches of Eastwick. That sounds familiar. I don't know what it is. Threatened to sue Susan Sarandon if she did not learn how to play the cello. <laughs> Why? 
I mean, for the part, like, oh, it's, just, it's called acting for a reason. You don't have to do it, just act like you're doing it. <laughs> she was threatened to this in the movie for right now. She had to play, learn how to play it. It's like that. So, what if she played it badly? You're gonna record her playing it badly on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> These are just stupid lawsuits that can't wear out there. Uh, yeah. Number seven. <clears throat> number seven, Microsoft threatened to sue a teenager because his name was Mike Rowe Soft. <laughs> M-I-K-E-R-O-E-O-W-E-R-O-W-E. The question is, is his, I mean, his family name was Soft? I mean, that's kind of unusual. Well, his name was Mike Rowe. His name was Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. I was saying, if your family name happens to be Soft, maybe it is. Uh, if you were born and your parents gave you that name, you can't sue the guy. You got to sue his parents for one thing. Now, if he legally changed his name well, to that, well, he his name was Mike Rowe, and then he in Canada he went and got the domain name MikeRowSoft.com. Well, it'd be .ca in Canada, and uh, so hmm. and Microsoft got wind of it and offered to pay him back to pay the ten dollars that he used to buy the domain and he counter offered him with ten thousand dollars <laughs> well i mean if it's if it's a legitimate birth name honestly they thought they wouldn't have a case there there was a rock and roll band um i can't think of the band. the lawsuit went back and forth for a while it was in the news the kid finally gave up the rights to the domain for one xbox <laughs> but I remember this rock and roll band. Wasn't the lead singer? I think it was a guitarist was suing somebody because they were using his same name, and they were also a guitarist and trying to break into biz. And like, I'm suing you because you're stealing my name. And the, and the guy was like, I was born. Here's my birth certificate. I was born with this, and here's the date. And he goes like, Oh, well, you got me beat because this is my stage name. I've only had it since 1970. Or something. Just on a, <laughs> on a side you've, note. You've been my name longer than I've been my name, so forget it. On a side note, the person there, whenever you go to legally change your name, like say, ooh, in Madison County, Illinois, they give you paperwork that what you can and can't do. And you cannot change your name to someone who is rich and famous. You know, you, you know, um, like but Donald yeah. Trump or. Right. You can't change your name to a symbol like Prince did. You know, they have little guidelines you can and can't do. And well, so you can't like, have a name like I'm a jerk or something. And so I was like, well, I told my wife, well, you can't go back to your maiden name because then everybody will think that you're Terry Hulk Hogan. Yeah, she's Hulk Hogan. So, Look at me, brother. I would have thought you her brother's die. name is her brother name is Paul Hogan. So yeah. she's married to or not married to her brother's Crocodile Dundee. So there you go. anyway, um, so, so you, you, in your step, your uh, in-law family, you, you have uh, Crocodile Dundee and Hulk Hogan. Wow. <laughs> They're famous. 
right, back to our top ten. Number six. <laughs> Um, Yuri, let me get the name right here. Okay. Yuri, Yuri Geller threatened to sue Nintendo over Pokemon. Why? Why? He was a self-proclaimed psychic who had appeared on Johnny Carson. Um, they how they did and he predicted on johnny carson there'll be a famous uh, video game called Pokemon 20 years from now well he had that famous guy he would impersonate doing that thing that he did on johnny carson so he's saying the same thing Hold the envelope to his head and then you say the answer there's something on pokemon a character on pokemon that that he they were using his character imaging and Pokemon supposedly, you know, like he did on, he did his act on Johnny Carson, whatever they saw it and they kind of ran. That sounds kind of flaky to me, but yeah. And, uh, but he went ahead and let Nintendo use his character. <laughs> Uh, number five. Um, I will spell this one. It's not it, as as cap. A A A S C A P. As cap A S C A P. Only one S. Yeah, we get Yeah, <laughs> threatened to sue the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Why? ASCAP is the American Society composers and producers copyrighted songs. They didn't like the Girl Scouts sitting around the campfire singing, singing their songs song. without being paid royalties. <laughs> you, you, you can't copyright a live performed song. It's fair use. Now you can copyright and demand royalties uh, from the sheet music. Or if you pre <laughs> recorded the song, but the live performance, you just but they threatened to sue them, but then they found out that because they were not for profit, they weren't going to do it. They but they sued Barney too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, number four. Fear Festival threats to sue critics. In 2017, there was supposed to be a musical festival, which turned out to be a fraud. One of the organizers and rappers uh, they tried to put on this festival, but it was a fraud. And so the producer and the rappers had to pay out Millions of dollars that a guy for promoting it, like the promotions and stuff, right? That was well, they should have to, but that's stupid. They should have been sued, put in jail. The, the promoters should be sued, <laughs> in jail. It's not necessarily the artist's fault, but they did that. yeah. 
Oh, gosh. Number three. Harris Department Store. Harris Department Store. Uh, they're in London, I believe. Um, they sued or, or threatened threatened a New Zealand restaurant. Because they had the air in their food. <laughs> <laughs> a small town it's in New Zealand. Our Harris Department Store. Get those hairs out of your food. A small village in New Zealand had a restaurant named Harris and named his restaurant Harris. So the department store decided to try to threaten him with a lawsuit, change their name, and everybody in the town got together and they changed the name of the whole town to Harris. <laughs> yeah, no, if it's a name, like if you name your business yeah. after yourself, that's legitimate. It's not trying to piggyback off something. And the department store in the UK was so embarrassed by this that they dropped their lawsuit. It's Harrods. I was saying it. Harrods, but it's Herod's, like you know, Herod's jewelry. Oh, like Herod, Herod, like the, the, Herod's, the Egyptian. Yeah. The I was mispronouncing that. Uh, over Israel, <laughs> Jesus' birth. Herod's. Yeah. Uh, number two. Fox. Fox threatens to sue the Simpsons. Go! Okay. On Fox. Did they have a Fox on Simpsons or something? Fox News is what to sue the Simpsons, who have been I on thought TV Simpsons was on the Fox Network. For, for, <laughs> for over 30-something years. And they they were upset because in one episode, the the in one episode of The Simpsons, they had a news ticker that was spitting out fake news. <laughs> and it was supposedly from Fox News. Oh. Max Goning, the creator of The Simpsons, uh, had contacted the head of Fox News to inform that if they were suing, they'd be suing themselves. <laughs> Yeah, they would because like, I thought Simpsons was on the Fox network. So I guess yeah. you do a show that's on your own network. Yeah, stupid. Uh, okay. Um, number one. This is a long title. Okay, parents of teenagers who trashed... We can sue our teenagers? Yeah! <laughs> uh, the parents of these, teenager, these teenagers broke into somebody's house and trashed it, and the, the parents are suing... The parents of the teenagers are suing the homeowner, who happened to be an NFL player, Brian Holloway. Because his house was just too tempting for them. They couldn't help breaking in and trashing it. Was um, Brian Holloway's vacation house? Um, he wasn't there. The teenager broke into his house, had a big party, destroyed his house, took pictures, posted it on uh, social media. 
as you do. Which made him easier <laughs> to identify. <laughs> Look at us, we're at this guy's house. Yeah, the point, how can you sue somebody? Geo sent the pictures. Geo sent the pictures, either those are time and date location. <laughs> I thought somebody maybe got hurt but in his house. They so wanted to they sue him, him because he took the pictures and republished them somewhere else without the parents' permission. Uh, because he reposted pictures of their right. minor teenage children. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. Wouldn't that be like sharing it on Facebook? You just share? <laughs> yeah. And that, that happened in 2013. And they caused about $20,000 worth of damages to the property. Well, Holloway took him off of Facebook and put him on his webpage, asked if anybody knew who they were and tracked him down in that way. Yeah, that's what you do. I mean, if they were on Facebook, and like you said, they were, if, if they're probably had, shared. He had 173 photos of him. It's like, holy cow. Yeah, and if they publicly shared it on Facebook, it doesn't matter if they're a minor or not. It's, uh -huh. it's open to the public. And yeah, it, you want to know who broke in your house? You can go <laughs> after them. He should be suing them for tearing up his house. Yeah. Now, if they if they were concerned about, it, they would take all those posts and make them private so only family and friends can see. Several them. several of the teenagers were charged. He did he did re re recuperate his money damages lost. Good for him. And. Uh, That's the end Good. of that top 10 list. Just because wow. you're famous doesn't mean people can still come and break in and take over your stuff. Am I falling apart or something? Am I so old and decrepit as all that? Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. When you are out as sheep among wolves, there is the, the, the idea that you're in danger. There's also the idea that sometimes you have to engage the wolves. And how do you do that? Do you do that by sticking a finger in their face and going, you're going to die and go to hell? Yeah, when it comes to wolves, the best thing is to be aware. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and maybe the temptation is to get a little back on them. I'm not saying that that's the right thing. I do know that if you leave it in God's hands, He'll take care of it. God has a way of taking care of things a lot better. I just, you know? uh, when you said that, I thought about Greg Kokel and how he talks about being an ambassador for Christ and the, the, the wise as serpents, you know, is your tactical approach and the harmless as doves is you do it in a manner that is. Uh, you can be aggressive in that. Right. You, know, you always have to temper it with that passage that says, Vengeance is mine, stuff the Lord. And so you want to be careful about retaliating. Right. That was Commands of Christ, presented by Nathan Caldwell. Quest for Truth, presented by Protectorate Productions and HPN, Heltsley Podcast Network. 
now located at life-truth.com. Gee, it's one thrill after another. But but anyway, well, if that is the end of the top 10, it's now time to turn to our anchor topic. What is that this week? Our anchor topic, because we have so many new listeners, a million of us. One can think that. Uh, big blind people, which we are blind people, we like to share a little bit in our midst of our hilarity and jokes and humor. No one's laughing. <laughs> About blind issues, things that involve blind people. And this week, the topic at hand was going to be low vision. But since none of us are really low vision, and some, somehow we always seem to beat the same horse on this, we like to also turn into a wild card topic. So, do you have a low vision issue, or do you want to revisit something, or what? Well, I'm thinking, I don't know if it's low vision or not, but I was listening to that book again, and one thing she talked about was making sure your doors in your house are open and closed. I mean, this could be for low vision, or you can totally blind people. So you run into an open kitchen cabinet. Half right, cabinet doors in your right kitchen. In forehead. Or if you have them in your hallway that may be open into, a, you know, you just don't. Closet doors, if you leave them open, if they're not like the sliding doors, you don't we want have to get a, up. We have small kids with tiny butts and they'll sneak out of the bathroom and leave them open about the eight The account owner can also watch this recording if it's stored in the cloud. Any uh, participant granted permission can one record to their uh, local device. Somebody is always talking. Basically, it's open just enough and you're walking close enough to the wall, you will nail yourself on it. Yeah. But that was something I was thinking we could maybe bring up and just make sure. You got to discipline the people who live, who live with you. Right. <laughs> have have at dinner time or a meeting, breakfast, whenever you're all sitting around together, make sure everybody knows that the door either is open all the way or closed all the way. Don't well, leave sure it. We don't want to see that. <laughs> let, let me tell you, there, when I was going up to blindness rehab in Michigan years ago, there's a guy that says, let me tell you how I cared my family of that. He says, one day, I was walking through the kitchen, and as you do, and of course, the cupboard was open just a little bit, and, but he caught it before he actually bumped it. He said he got a ketchup bottle and squirted it all over his head. Oh, no. He goes, bam, ow! And starts, you know, swearing, making a big ruckus. And his daughter came in, and she's so upset because her dad's got blood all over his head. And he says, it's nothing ever done it since. So, well, yeah. <laughs> Scare the crap out of her, maybe. Hot sauce yeah. looks better than ketchup for blood. <laughs> well, and even sure. drawers. If you're in your kitchen and somebody leaves a drawer open, you know, they got something out and just didn't push it back in, you run into that. Thing <laughs> with your hips. Catch you with your hip. Yeah. yeah so just things, make sure things are open or closed. Don't leave things partially or one way or the other. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, a, I usually move slower. People that can here, see that are always topic. in a big hurry, they would be the ones running into it, hurting themselves more. But yeah. being blind, we move a little slower. So when you do topic. hit it, it's not normally so hard. Yeah. The, the other day, last week, I guess it was, the, the same uh, step grandkid I mentioned earlier about not knowing what a fart was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it came in and brought me some lunch one day. It was just, you know, hamburger and a Coke or something. 
and he had some cheesy fries and he kept trying to hand me one because he wanted to share with me. I didn't yeah. I'm enjoying my sandwich, drinking my soda. And then he, I never knew until the next day, uh, my son that was here and left earlier says, you, you should have seen his face. He was so upset because you wouldn't take his fry. I'm like, he should have said something. You <laughs> <laughs> waving in front of me all day. I was like, oh, I didn't even know someone was doing something. Yeah. You got to hand me something and say, hey, here's this, or hold this. But on top of that, my wife is really bad about this. Here, take this. And I don't know, it could be anything from a postage stamp to a bowling ball. <laughs> you know, like, it's not all this heavy or light or big or small. So I'll reach out and I'll tell him like this huge weight in my hand. Like, what? <laughs> or <laughs> expecting a heavy weight. It's like, oh, little tiny thing. And I'll drop it. It's like, not, don't just say here, say here and name the item, or here, this is pretty heavy, or here, you might need to have two hands holding this box. Yeah. Some description would help. Uh, you know, yeah. I suppose even if you're low vision, that could be helpful. But anyway, just a couple of random quickie topics on our, uh, our, wild card stand in for low vision stuff. But hey, uh, we might want to mention, of course, listeners, old listeners or new listeners, uh, send us an email, visit our webpage and send us in the topic or a question that you might want us to answer. If you have a question about, hey, you're blind, how do you do this? Uh, don't be afraid to ask, we would love to answer that question. La, 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 la. Thank you. And I think I had an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? This is about, the guy says, uh, hello, TSF host. So this is about my uh, uncle who just came to this country from Poland. <laughs> says, of course, he went to get his driver's license, and he went to take his uh, eyesight test, and the uh, optician showed him a card with the letters C, Z, W, w um, I can't even read this. I chart myself. X, uh, N, O, uh, and anyway, the uh, optician says, can you read this? And my uncle from Poland says, read it. I know that guy. <laughs> uh, so there you go. A real live fake email that we get every week on and they have some weird but, spellings uh, over in other countries. <laughs> but if uh, our wonderful listeners have a, an email, a funny story, a family story, they send it in and we'll be glad to read it. We actually have read some really emails. Yeah. Tell us where you're from England, New Zealand, <laughs> California, some of those things. Canada. Well, Mexico. anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
it is now time to get ready to wrap things up with some final thoughts. Oh, yeah. Which is my wife's least favorite part of the show. If she heard us doing final thoughts a couple weeks ago, she goes, you're poor listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't hear what Carrie and Jill was saying, but your joke is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) When, When nothing ever goes right, go left. That's right. (laughs) I think it's the president's philosophy. Yep. Well, let me tell you, I accidentally swallowed some Scrabble tiles. My next poop could spell disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Could spell a lot of things. Scrabble tiles. Warning, never discuss infinity with a mathematician. They just go on and on and on about it forever. (laughs) I lost my job at the bank the other day. A lady came in and asked me to check her balance and Pushed her over. <laughs> That's awesome. And I got fired. You know, you know when a snake makes you laugh? When it's hysterical. <laughs> Talk about snakes earlier. This one's going to be a funny one. Yeah. Speaking of animals, what do you call an, an-, an elephant? It doesn't matter. An irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Did you hear about the new restaurant? It's called Karma. There's no menu, but you get what you deserve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what comes around goes around. You know what you get when you cross a flower with a merry-go-round? You get a dizzy daisy. (laughs) (laughs) My grandson asked me what procrastinate means. I told him, I'll tell you later. I think we might have did this one here already, but did you hear about the guy who wrote the knock knock jokes? He won the Nobel Prize. Yeah, <laughs> Nobels. What do you call a zombie in the garden? Grotesque. <laughs> Grotesque. Grotesque because it's a zombie. Why is he in the garden? Yeah. Because you're growing him. (laughs) Uh, What do you get from a pampered cow? Spoiled milk. (laughs) I think it is so unfair that I have to control my anger when other people can't control their stupidity. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, buy me that T-shirt. That's what I want. I, I have a grandson who might appreciate that one. I don't have any more. You guys go ahead if you have some. Um, I wanted to name my son Lance. Well, my wife said it was too uncommon. I told her that in medieval days, people were named Lance a lot. <laughs> well, they were. <laughs> Dad, there's a monster under my bed. The dad says, enjoy it while you can, son. When you get married, the monster sleeps in bed with you. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all I got. I was going to end on the other one. Well, I'll, I'll wrap up with this one. I like telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. Yeah, sometimes. Never mind that. Get busy on it together fast. Anyway, this is all we got. This is the part of the show where we're like, sign off. And this is your host, Keith. Thanks for listening. Make sure you leave us a rating and review while you're using your podcast app or visiting your favorite podcast directory. Stop by the homepage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Click on the contact link, send us an email, send us a joke, ask us a question, or either leave a comment on any of the show notes. We would love to hear from you and read your comments on the show. And come back next week when we hear all kinds of Z words. Z words. The Z words might put you to sleep. Everybody might be a Z prize. Get an ice cream cone. <laughs> we need more business at the cone barn. <clears throat> yeah, if you happen to live in the Madison County. Yeah. Come on in. Earth. Fly on in from all over the world. <laughs> I'm going to find my button. Knock, knock. Did I not hit the button? Nope, still recording. That sounds funny. T-S-F at thatsoundsfunny.com.